Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio, episode 203. It's April 22nd. Huge trade yesterday. Draft coming up. Ticker tape parades for the healthcare workers and advice for the Mexican gangs. Let's get into it. Good morning and good afternoon to everyone that's joining us. How are you doing? My name is Jimmy. You know that. And we got Jake here who uh, has been down and out with back pain. He's got his heating pad over whoa. his shoulder. Why'd down you say whoa? Out. What? Down and out's pretty tough, man. You've been the most down I've been and out. fighting the good fight. You're the most down and out I've ever seen you. But you look Damn. like you're in better spirits today. You got a nice polo no, on. No, got... I haven't missed a game, coach. It's messed up. You look better today. How are you feeling? Fuck, I'm down and out. This is the down and out I've been. That You're saying I'm down and out. That's brutal. I mean, you've Shot been down and out, man. BBD, man. down and out? Uh, Dan's fair. Depends okay. on what, what you mean. I haven't by been now. out. I've you been down. I live down. Don't you, you ever say I'm this out. Is, see, see, you're feeling better because this is the most lively you've been in like a week. Uh, uh, no, man, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Back still hurts like hell. Um, but yeah, keep, keep playing through. That's all I've done. That's all I've been had, bro. This is backless pain. Jake talking. I think you've you've cured <laughs> yourself. You. you think I'm backless pain, right? <laughs> you're, you've cured I will, yourself. I will curse you out to the moon, dude. Uh, no, I'm in hell. Um, I, I can't I can't tell if this is the most pain uh, or the least pain. It, it just comes and goes. But yeah, I'm still uh, still heat wrapping it. I think you're just mad. I look better than you today, and that's fine. Why am I mad? I I said you look good today. I mean, you went out, bro. I ain't been out. Well, you're taking it very literally. You've been, your spirits have been down. I think that's fair to say. I think America's spirits are down and I'm, uh, I'm part of America's core. All right. <laughs> cool. Do we have the live video going here. I still have the going live shortly screen. On the podcast, it's good. Just on our end, we can't see. Yeah, yeah, we're, gotcha. we're dealing Thank with a did. lot of issues. The delay is also crazy. I hope that's not real, but probably is. Um, but yeah, Tom King said something in the chat. What's going on? How you doing, doing, brother? You've been kind of down and out lately. How you doing? <laughs> well, quit lashing out because you're in back. Pain. Whoa, oh, this is the most energy I've seen from you. I mean, all that's true. Uh, I'm doing trap, well. Man, what a, what a trap. Good. I'm doing well. I'm excited. Um, I have uh, I have the little board BBD. We went to the office, so I got the little live switcher keyboard. I don't know how much uh, that's going to help for for this. You can't hear anything. <laughs> Something's crazy. But anyway, I don't know how much that's going to help for this. But I was doing it on some other things, and it was good. I went to the office yesterday, man, and it made me really upset. I got like I got defeated. Down and out, I might say. Holy smokes. Sorry I upset you so much. <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Got to make the layups. What's I mean, going on at the office? I don't, are you okay? <laughs> Jim? Um, uh, the office is good. There's just so much equipment there that, like, we can't use. Like, yeah. the mic stands there that are screwed into that table are so much better than this mic stand. And I was like, fuck, if it's two more months, how do I get that? How do I get the cameras? Like, you know, there's just a lot of good equipment there that we spend a lot of money on. <laughs> Can't use it yeah. day to day. Blows. So it pissed me off. But we brought some stuff back and we'll see how, how it goes. But uh, the office is doing well. It smelled. There was stuff in the fridge that was pretty gross. And it was funny. Katie and I put all the garbage in a bag and then we were packing everything else up. And then when we got home, we realized we left the garbage in the office. Mm. And... uh so we had to text Mario and be like, hey, sorry, man. We left like this disgusting moldy bag of food in the middle of our office. Can you please throw that out so it doesn't sit there for two months? Otherwise, it'll smell gross you, when we Mario. get there. Yeah, thank you, Mario. We appreciate it. 
Saw saw the doorman, saw Charlie. He was doing good. And I missed it. Good. Missed going in there, walking in and saying hi and like having a little community like Nelly. Nelly got sick, I think, and stuff like that. So it was it was brutal. And I went to sleep yeah. early last night. I went to sleep before midnight, so I was excited about that. There you go. Yeah. Got a good night's sleep. And now uh Start now I'm here. your week around. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. Uh the the back thing is no joke. Um You said bruises? Yeah, I uh I used, you know, I, I talked to our PT people and used we we've got one of those rolling things, the the roll out the muscle things. Um and I used it on my back and it's got like some indents in it that I think it's made that way. So it's supposed to like get into the muscles and stuff like that. And it left some pretty serious bruises on me. And this is from Sunday, Monday, um, yeah. which led to Jess asking for the first time, um, do you bruise easily? So I had to give her my whole, um, <laughs> give it to the audience. Cause that's hilarious. Not only, not only do I bruise easily, I bruise indefinitely. Um, yeah. so, I mean, there's a chance that, um, you know, and this, this isn't me telling BBD to, to, to tell his dad's my, my symptoms, but, um, yeah, there's, he's there's, some, down. there's some marks like along my spine. It's, it's from the, the rollout thing. Um, and like, I think that was Jess's first big scare of like, okay, um, are you all right? But no, I, I I still think I'm good. I mean, there's there's just highs and lows. You you feel all right. You don't. Um, I was a little worried. I I was uncomfortable uh, while I was setting up, but now I found a nice spot. Uh, so I'm I'm rolling, man. NFL draft sneaking up. That's pretty exciting. Um, talk talking to people on the Twitter sphere always. So we're uh we're keep on keeping on down, but never out, baby. How you like those glasses? I lost mine. I loved mine when I had them. Glasses are okay. I mean, I, you know, the only thing that I can really do is like look at a screen currently. Um, so I, I figure I might as well have these bad boys on. So uh, they're okay. They're okay. Uh, I feel like when I put the hat on, it's it's definitely a guy you want to beat up. And I get that. Um. But yeah, uh, the the fake Felix Grays or whatever they are, they're uh, they're neat. Yeah, I gotta find mine. I love mine. They helped my eyes so much when I was going crazy. But yeah, I feel like my eyes are adjusting now. Got your nice hat on, heating pad. What's the heating pad rotation? Is that just always plugged in? Um, it's it's normally for game time. It definitely helps. Uh, heat uh-huh. helps. I, I think I mentioned the other day, like shower. Hot showers, is, yeah, yeah, is my best time. So, uh, I mean, if we're going live, I'm, I'm going to crank this bad boy out. Um, so I, I'd say every, uh, every two hours or something like that, you do three Advil in the morning, three Advil at night, maybe a little weed gumbo at night. Um, we got the icy hot lotion going, we got some icy hot patches. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like the most I've maintained anything in my life. Yeah. And for people that are curious about the bruising, Jake had a bruise from freshman year of college that lasted uh, seven years. It may be longer, yeah. um, but I knew you for the next seven years, and it, it lasted that long. And then you had a, a bruise from my graduation party in college. Do you still have that one uh, from playing stump when you picked up the tree? Um, on my arm? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple there. Um, I, I forget which one's which at this point. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, I, I mean, it's part of my undiagnosed disease. Um, I, that bruises just don't go away. My my gums bleed a lot. I forget. I googled it one day, and there's like gums bleed a lot and bruises never go away. And I have that, but it was like a boring disease, so I got over it. Um, but yeah, the uh, I mean that that volleyball bruise from freshman year of college, like I can still locate on my body, and that's on like twelve years ago. You looking at me, but like I know where it is. So, uh, yeah, don't heal. Yeah, I I saw a scar this morning that I have since I was like six years old. But I got I ripped my arm off and I got stitches and stuff. So like that, 
I think mm. is excusable, but yours are just straight up bruises. It's bizarre. Yeah, I mean, any anything that's a real one, I mean, are are very real on me. Uh, How did Jess take the news that you're a human bruise? I mean, a little worried. I, I think just the the normal concern. She's starting to put the math together that like, oh, like he he might not last a while. So. Um, you know, not how you want to go to bed, but it's how it happens. I got a new mask. It's pretty I'm huge. So, I'm so excited about you've been, having a, you've been having a blast with that mask. Oh, dude. It's so much fun compared to the mask that hurts my ears. And I don't like yeah. the other mask. I tell you what, like I wear the mask when I go outside, when we need to go grocery shopping or just get fresh air. Um, sure. but it puts me in a bad mood. It just makes my whole face sweaty. Ooh, maybe this is a reaction to this mask. I'm having a reaction on my face where I'm getting a red rash, and I wore this. I wore this like a burglar, like, all last night. Right. Because it's so fun. Um, but this is so much better than the mask on the ears. So I was really excited about it. Maybe now it's the reason why my face is breaking out. You got to get yourself you one. Did you get one? Get a, a mask from one of your yeah. relatives? No, no, this is from Coverage Gear. They sent it over. Oh, no, I don't think so. You may be getting one. Because I said thank you, and they said, yeah, that took forever. So, mm. Oh, and my John Boy and Jake radio merch is finally coming. It says it's supposed to arrive today. BBD oh, got his huge. like a week ago, and you wearing it right now? Yeah, rubbing it in your face. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I got mine. I ordered mine like the day before BBD, or the same day. He got his like a week ago. Shipping in the city must be yeah, crazy, though. Day. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? You want to get straight into the sports? We got some good sports to talk about. Sports is no, ramping I mean, up. I can segue us into the sports a little bit with, uh, I mean, Friday Night Lights. Watch, uh, I didn't oh. mean to do that. I didn't mean oh. to do that. I apologize. I want to talk Friday Night Lights. Yeah. How many How many did you get? God, now I'm feeling kind of out. Um, no, we. I think we watched two last night. Um, I think the bigger thing, I mean, I mean, it's a good show. I, I knew what I was getting into. Um, but, uh, I, I think what's kind of funny is, is my friend's theory that I've passed on through JJR and, and through people, you know, you watch, you watch friends at different ages and different episodes have different effects on you. Cause you've seen more of life. Um, I think it's funny right now, the character in the show that I'm getting the most comparisons to. Uh, in our own home is coach Taylor um, just because he's, he like forgets family events and didn't remind her about the big party and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny. He had a lot of forgetful moments. He was like, you know, wanted to go to his daughter's dance, but also was running around and definitely going to be late. And then he brings Sarenson who's all bloodied and beat up. And I was like, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would do something like that. And I think that's funny now. Now I tell my buddies in high school, they're like, oh, I'm a Riggins. And I'm out here like, I'm kind of forgetful like Coach Taylor. Yeah. Riggins is Riggins is a badass. Hard to get that comp, but Taylor's nice. Oh, yeah, but I, everyone wanted that comp in high school. Oh, I knew I was Saracen the whole way. Like, that's just me. Just, just like plays football, but he's much more into artistic stuff. Has the long-term girlfriend. Is kind of a little bitch. Like, even as a kid, I was like, well, that's me. Yeah, there's a little bit of Sarenson in you. I'm leaning. God, I don't know. I've, I've got you between characters right now. I got to watch more of the show. What's the other one you got? Uh, you've got a lot of voodoo in you. The the trans- <laughs> transfer <laughs> transfer quarterback. <laughs> just intense. Just um, mean as fuck. <laughs> just mean to the coach. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. To the sport. Oh, you dumb piece of shit. Oh, fixed it. Okay. Jimmy, the sports world was taken by storm last night. Slash, we're thirsty for anything. And Gronk, your guy. Goes to the Tampa Bay Yucks, reunited, and it feels so good with Tom Tampa Brady. Um, that's exciting. Uh, they they reunite. Everyone's doing this. Okay, so people hate Belichick. Uh, kind of when you get old and you're sick of it. 
But uh, I don't know. Tampa Bay Bucks should be fun to watch this year, if nothing else. Joe Burrow said he's good as basketball as Matthew Delvadova. Um, okay, some white stuff there. I don't like Warriors did not permit media access like the Bulls did for the Last Dance. Cool. A lot of Steve Kerr qu quotes come out every day now. That's part of this. Knicks say they're positioned well to get a disgruntled star. Perfect. Works out for us every year. ESPN, they aired the 2017 draft on ESPN2. Big Cat was getting killed for that. That's the Mahomes draft slash Trubisky. And then your guy, Percy Harvin. I know you've been chomping at the bit to talk about this, James. He is looking to make a comeback. All right. The sports. Grunt trade's mm. big. I mean, that's, it's weird. It's odd. It's kind of interesting. And it's big news. Like a uh, uh, pandemic or not. I think that's like a, whoa. Out of retirement, still a Pat treat. So, uh, so they have to trade him. Crazy. Any, uh, it's, it's awesome for both teams, which is the weird part. Like the Pats traded a guy that wasn't going to play for them. So in turn, they basically just went from the seventh round pick to the fourth round pick for not losing a thing. So, I mean, from the Pats, it's nothing but good. Yeah, that was, that was all, uh, all the Patriot fans. Um, well, you either got this from Patriot fans. You either got the, like the world is ending Patriot fans who are like, okay, Tom Brady, Gronk are now in Tampa Bay. Uh, Mookie Betts, we traded away. Um, like uh, there's some Boston fans that are like starting to wake up and be like, oh, like sports might not be perfect the next 20 years. Um, and then, yeah, you got the rest who are, who are putting up the strong face and they're like, we just traded a retired player for a fourth round pick. That's, that's Belichick goat stuff. So um, it is pretty good. They're, they're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, I think fourth round pick also has a place in Patriots history because that's that's what they traded for to get Randy Moss, I believe, when he had his historic season. So, yeah. do you um, think the Pats are going to trade thing, this pick? Only thing I was thinking that's brutal is, uh, I mean, Pats make the pick, and it's known as the Gronkowski pick, which, um, you almost hope they just tat they pick like a big meat sack that plays O line, so you can't compare them at all because if they pick like a wide receiver who finishes the year with eight catches they're gonna be like we try wait we traded what for gronk and that's just not fair to the kid you mean well yeah but that would be like very far from far removed from now where everyone knows the circumstances of it because they didn't trade like what peak. do you mean they traded retired gronk i don't think anyone's going to connect the two except like maybe 20 years from now when they read the transactions and they're like, wait, they traded Gronk for that pick and it was this? Like, why'd they do that? And then someone our age will be like, well, Gronk was retired and never going to play for them. Well, Jim, you got to think of the timeline here. Gronk gets traded yesterday. The draft's tomorrow. So when the Patriots make that pick, it's going to be the Gronkowski pick. Um, so but that they, player... It, I don't think that, that player, player is going to be in Gronk. fans' heads for sure. Uh, I don't know, because Gronk was never going to play. So I don't think that player will be tied to him in any way. Do you think the Pats, are the Pats I, eyeing someone at four, or are they going to now trade this? So it's it's a fourth round pick. Um, so, I mean, it's tough to eye anyone in the fourth round. I'm, I'm sure they've got a plan. But Do you um, think that they're going to pick a player, or do you think they're going to trade the pick? It's a fourth round pick. You just, you'd assume they're going to make really the pick or maybe. Yeah, may I guess maybe they could do something. Um but yeah, not no. <laughs> That's crazy to ask. Um I mean it's like a fourth round pick is a really weird asset to be like are they going to just trade that pick? <laughs> well, don't the Pats it's, it's always kind of I mean they're rebuilding now but don't the Pats always trade draft picks? Yeah, but I mean, by the fourth round, like already so much of the draft has happened that like, hey, maybe, maybe oh, you're oh, right. Oh, maybe oh, maybe oh, there's oh, a player at the oh, end oh, of the third round the Patriots really like, so they trade that pick to move up to get him or something. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it, it doesn't, I just always it doesn't think work of, transitive like that. I just always think of Belichick trading assets constantly come draft time. Yeah, and uh, again, like I, I think 
Oh, I think I think we have it reversed. I think over time, like it'll get lost that that pick is Gronkowski. But at the same time, I, I want to be surprised if, if the Patriots have someone they're really into uh, when that pick comes through. That but that t- tying it to Gronk's to tough because it's he he's not Gronk. It's a retired. It's basically a, a ghost of a player. It's no one. It's not like he was going to come out of retirement and play for the Pats and then they traded for him. Like you know, he was he was nothing to them. Yeah. It's, it's just human nature, though. I mean, we we do it in in baseball trades all the time. You know, it's, um, you know, I think it's when we do talk in baseball, it's one of our questions we bring up a lot is the guy that you're traded for, and that's essentially what this is. Wow. Okay. Mike Clark has a theory in the chat. You want to okay, hear it? Mike Clark. Mike Clark says the Gronk pick will go into the package to move up for Tua when he falls down to fifteen. Yeah, so everyone is on the the Pats getting Tua because there's rumors Tua might slip. Tua would, A, have to slip, which I don't think is going to happen. I think it's more likely someone trades up to Tua um, or for G-Men. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fun game to play in the sports world. If Bill Belichick can somehow get Tua, who was, you know, as of six months ago, he was supposed to be the consensus number one overall pick. If they, if the Patriots can somehow get him after Tom Brady and they can keep it running in another 20 years, even as someone who's not a Boston sports guy, you got to love like what that would mean historically if the Patriots could be good for 30 straight years. It was like uh, Manning to luck, but that kind of, in the end, is a, a fart, but at the time <laughs> right? and was in, incredibly just, exciting. Just shows that like sports don't work like that. Yeah, um, there was like the rumors for a minute that like they swapped firsts also in the trade, and that like died five minutes later when we figured out the terms. But people got excited yep. about that. The way I thought about it is that this isn't and that's, that's, the, this isn't the last move for the Pats. This is the the first domino where now they have more assets to move around the draft. But you made me feel like a big dummy yeah. for asking that. No, I don't. I don't want to make you feel like a dummy because there's hey maybe maybe they do have a plan that involves that. But at at the end of the day, it's kind of it's kind of what you were saying both ways. Like Gronk isn't a huge asset for them at this point because I think I think he would have been fine not playing. Um, I don't think so. He, yeah, I don't think he's going to come back for the. For that's them. kind of the price tag the Buccaneers paid. Like a, a fourth round pick at the end of the day is something, but it's also nothing. Um, but that was that's because you know the values to each team. I mean, the Patriots, the Patriots are smart enough. There would have been a lot of teams that were too proud to make this trade um, to get a fourth round pick, who at the end of the day might be nothing, uh, nothing meaningful to your franchise. So. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's a lot of fun conversation cause it's Bruce Arians is supposed to be a cool guy. I think Bruce Arians wears these kind of hats actually. He does. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about that? Uh, I was reading up a lot about Arians and, uh, the, the bucks now offense. Yeah. They, they, they've got a ton of talent. It's, it's a lot of fun and supposedly, I mean, Arians is supposed to be like football guy, but players coach football guy. Um, and he's really well respected. So in theory, you know, they won't be grinding Brady and Gronk at practice and they have a bunch of tight ends. So, you know, Gronk is an incredible blocker, but they don't need to use him on every play. So, I mean, there's a world where, where this works and it looks beautiful. I mean, there's a world where Gronk can't move his hips and Brady's old and uh, the team's not coached well. So, um, I don't know. I mean, right now the Brady versus Belichick storyline is is a lot of fun because they're <laughs> both of them are so competitive that they're trying to say I can do it without you. Oh yeah, you think there is there animosity or is that just perceived animosity? Because I didn't. It's um I'm it's not like they hate each other right now. Um I, again I think it's just being competitors. Like it's it's just natural for Tom Brady to think, you know. Belichick couldn't have done this with me and it's natural for Belichick to look at Brady and say, I couldn't do this without Belichick when ah. the, the answer's, you know, 60, 40 in the middle somewhere, but it's which one is your 60. I, I, I don't know. Did the, did the, did Brady and did Belichick want Brady back? I just thought it was more amicable. 
the split and all that. But uh, no, there's 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 some rumors that it's uh, not so hospitable that like Tom Brady wanted to be resigned. Tom Brady said for years, I think he's wanted to play till he's 45 and people kind of thought that was a joke. And now they're like, oh, that's real. And the Patriots are notorious for getting rid of guys a year, a year late. And Tom Tom didn't look great last year. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Tom wanted to stay in New England and keep running it. But uh, they they didn't give him the contract he wanted and stuff like that. And there's been, like, the his whole – he's got his personal trainer guy that kind of runs his own cult, and the Patriots, like, banned him from the facility. So there, there there's a little bit of animosity going on there. And then with the Bucks, I was reading up because I was looking at the offense and uh, people were saying that this is the most weapons Tom's had Ever. since like Welker, uh, since um, uh, not Welker, Walker and like back then. Uh, yeah, Randy who, Moss. Randy um, Walker, the, yeah, that, that, I mean, that crap. Because you got Evans and Godwin. Yeah. And then I was doing even further reading. Jimmy. This is a topic. Yeah. Well, wow. I, was, I was interested uh, to see like Arian's uh, play calling and like he likes going deep and doesn't use tight ends a lot in his history. But also, like you said, players coach and probably will just be like, yeah, Tom, do what you want to do. <laughs> I'll help. Yeah. And it's um, there's clearly been a lot of conversations going on behind the scenes and the Buccaneers already have two two pretty decent tight ends. Um, they drafted the kid out of Bama a year ago. Um, and then they had another kid who was Ivy League who's, I don't know, just kind of your standard white guy tight end. Um, so they're wondering, I mean, could they use Gronk as more of like a, kind of a, a wide receiver a little bit because Gronk already did that stuff? Because, um, I mean, Gronk was skinny this whole year when he wasn't playing football. They're saying he beefed up. Um, yeah, it's it, it makes the draft a little more exciting because I, I think they definitely – do they try to give Tom Brady another weapon? Do they beef up the offensive line or something like that? I mean, it's it it's a video game team that actually that you that in your head works, and if it does work, it's really cool. Think Percy Harvin's going to come back and join him? Oh my God, your guy! You've always been like, if if he can, if if he gets it going. Mm-hmm. Thirty-one years old. Um, yeah, it's one of those you start doing sports are weird a little bit. He uh he's had like a ton of concussions and stuff, and I think he's suffered from migraines. So I don't know. Uh, he'd be he'd be kind of an okay fit on the Bucks. So if we're doing player friendly stuff, like keep running it. Why not? When's the last time he played double digit games in a season? Could you guess? Oh I have it in front of me. I know it's four Man, years since he's been in the league at all, but. I don't know about number Yeah, he three. hasn't played since 2016. We're talking I about mean, the yeah, 2021. I was, was going to say, like, I don't know, 20, 2012? 2014. He played 13 games. He started 12. And before that, you have to go to 2011. So, you know, in the last 10 years, he's only yeah. had one season of 10 games. So a comeback might be hard for him, or he's incredibly yeah. well-rested. Yeah, I mean, root for the guy, but I mean, to have that kind of layoff, layoff and come back and play football, I don't... That's like almost a decade. I genuinely don't know how someone's body can do that as I sit here, 30 years old, grasping onto a heating pad for dear life. Yeah. You got a nice grip on that. I think you're winning the grab. Good grip. I um. So this has been a nice hold for me because right now I've kind of got the sling hold going and I think that helps. It takes like less strain off the shoulder. But now I've also figured out I can bring the right hand involved um, when the left hand gets tired. So, I mean, you survive and adapt. What's your position when you're not doing a show? Like what's your like in between recording? Are you laying down? Are you hanging upside down from the shower curtain? Um, Not as much as I'd like. Um. It's kind of mixing it up. Like this is my safe position, um, with like legs extended, uh, leaning up a little bit. Uh, my sleep position's kind of a little below, a little south of this. Um, but it's also like I don't want to waste that time, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't know. I, I try to walk around the apartment a little bit. Um, a little scared to go outside. Slash, go outside with Noodle because uh, I'm afraid he'll 
Like he he knows I'm weak right now. Um, so he's doing like the good dog stuff and like cuddling up and being nice. But I think if it was me and him outside, I think he'd give me a wink and just pull my left arm straight off. Yeah. Wow. What a butthead. Yeah. Um, quick storylines here. The Warriors do not permit media access like the Bulls did for the last dance. They're talking about the Warriors last year. I guess so. That's um, if BBD's got a detail he wants to drop there, but it's basically it's, it's basically just the Warriors saying like, "Yeah, sorry, there won't be like this level of access if they do like a thirty for thirty on us in ten years." We did. Sure. I mean, there's. I, I mean, that's the rule. the The last dance is the yeah. exception, so you can't fault anyone for saying no. Yeah, the and it's tough because a quarantine times, but uh, there are rumors out there that I guess have some legs behind them that they did something like this with Kobe. Which, again, if there was someone that would have the information to even do that and like the resources and stuff, it would be Kobe. But at the same time. I mean, the end of Kobe's career was like the Lakers weren't that good. So, um, I mean, it would be really cool footage and it's Kobe and everything. So uh, that'd be cool to have. But yeah, I think I I was having a laugh yesterday because I think in 10, 20 years, we're going to have all of these (laughs) type documentaries that people have just been sitting on for a little bit, which will be cool. But um, also some of them probably won't, which that'll be funny. I would I'd love to hear the behind the scenes of the 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 from the filmmakers. Like, you know, did they just put these in a, a vault, these tapes? Did they just make duplicates and put them in a vault for 20 years until Kobe said that okay? Or did someone secretly like kind of like as a side project start watching them, piecing them together, leak a clip here, leak a clip there. And then when Kobe gets the okay, they're halfway done. Or did they just go untouched? Like who had control of the tapes? Because we're talking about physical, you know, it's not a hard drive. It's physical copies of tape that they recorded on these, those little probably eight millimeter. Um, I mean, I have like two yeah, shoeboxes full because I filmed a lot growing up. You, you had people following them with care and paid and stuff. It wasn't like, hey, wait till the doc's out. So, um, and again, I'll, I'll, if BBD's got it or, or anyone else, um, I, I think this was ESPN being really smart. Like, I, I think this was their game plan and that Michael Jordan, all I know is Michael Jordan somehow had the final call when they were released. Cause that's what they opened the documentary with that after yeah, LeBron won, MJ had the, the thumbs up to drop it. So, um, I mean, I'm assuming ESPN had some good foresight. Is that a term? Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just don't know. Like I know MJ had that. Okay. I just wonder if, if they even put resources and money into editing it and watching it and category cataloging it until, and I wonder when they were filming it, I'm sure there's articles when they were filming it, did they know this was going in a vault or did they think this is going to go out in the year 2000? It's a good question. Don't not sure. Yeah. 2020, by the way, not, not 2000. 2020. No, no, I, no, no. When they were filming it in 1998, did they think it was coming out in 2000 where they're like, this is going to be a quick turnaround. We're getting this out. Oh. So as they were filming it, they were editing because that's how documentaries work right now. They come out sure. like the next year. Right. So, and then, and then were they in the middle of that? And then Jordan says, nah, 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 nah. That's Bold. not coming out. That's what, that's what I perceived to happen in my brain. Just rarely would you film a documentary knowing you're not going to air it for 20 years. That's yeah. Like a, it's, um, that's like a weird it, business practice. I wonder if this was like ESPN's rainy day fun. Cause it is MJ, like the athlete of all athletes. And it was when um, MJ was at the biggest star. Like you would think that they would want this to come out immediately and attack the hype. So I, I would guess that it was supposed to be edited and, and put together around 1999, 2000 timeline. Yeah, I, then, I, I like the idea of this. This was ESPN's rainy day fund. Like, hey, when we need a hit and we need to make a lot of money, go into the vault and get the MJ tapes. That'd be funny. Selling um, grandma's pearls, basically. Yes, just weird to put them. Yeah, yeah, weird investment to think of it like that. Um, And then the other thing is Knicks are going to get a disgruntled star. Almost my least favorite headline at all. So I'm not going to say anything about it because it's not worth it. But do you have any thoughts? 
I mean, it's just, it's the perfect plan, right? So just go, go get that angry star and bring him into, you know, a healthy environment to make a winning team. Who report, who reported it? Like everybody. Basically, I put this in as just an advertisement to go listen to talking Knicks because we talked about it at length, but, uh, at length, yeah, just, just every year this is the next plan is we're gonna get a star they finally have more uh draft picks than there are like years ahead of them for literally the first time in my life and uh they're gonna go (laughs) trade for whoever the next least popular player in the nba is because they're gonna ask so trade uh ian begley from sny tv was the first person to report it is he who is he compare him to a baseball writer he's good he, I think uh, we like Ian. He okay. used to be ESPN, but he uh, switched over to SNY. He, he's kind of a go-to Knicks guy. I, it'd uh, be like a local. Yeah, but he does local stuff mostly. Holy Curry? Like Jack Curry. Curry? Like Jack Curry's yeah. first on a lot of Yankees stuff. Ian Begley's first on a fair bit of Knicks Not stuff. as respected. Who is? But Okay. Um, yeah, All right. And I, I mean, the, what, what you need to know, James, what's changed this time that they put this headline out every year is like BBD said they have draft ammo, which the Knicks rarely slash never have. BBD said literally in his lifetime, uh, not an exaggeration. And they brought in the guy to their front office. What's his name, BBD? Brock Aller. Oh, not the capologist. Get Brock Aller oh, out of here. Oh, who's the, who's the cool Rose. guy? Leon Rose, that's like really well connected and like is supposedly a puppet behind the scenes of a lot of player movement and stuff like that. So in theory, they they've got the good they've got the puppet that makes things move behind the scenes. They've got stuff they could actually trade for it. Now it's just getting the guy, but that's all right. One, two, three, BBD. One, two, three. Give me top three disgruntled stars that come to mind immediately when you hear disgruntled NBA star. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Brad Beal. Uh, we talked about Lillard a lot on the show, even though he's kind of never been disgruntled, but everyone wants yeah. him to be. Is anyone, is any of those game changers? Um, Lillard and Mitchell, definitely. Brad Beal, I think, is good, but probably doesn't change your franchise. Mitchell depends what you think. He's still really young. Lillard is. Okay. I mean, they, they would be the second best player on the team in the last 20 years odds that this happens in your opinion, BBD. Cause I, cause I don't, if it feel no. like if this can't, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. It'd be some, I guess depends who it is, but if it's somebody good, they're going to give up too much for them or they're going to, it's going to not work out. Okay, cool. So whatever the Knicks do will be the wrong thing. Come play that, with these losers. And that's the halftime. That's Love the first Knicks half. Talk. Got it in. Covered the sports well, I think. Oh, yeah. I need a background. I tried to hang the John Boy Media backdrop. I just couldn't get it. Don't have any tape or tax. It's kind of heavy. Those we have tape, huge. but the tape didn't work. And the work tape worked at the office. Weirded me out. Damn. Yeah. Total bummer. Anything uh, Anything else? Uh, BB, did you want to rate that first half like a fruit? Uh, I'll, I'll go basic. It was, it was an apple. You get what, what you thought, uh, good crunchy bits. Okay. Uh, I'm not good at the fruit thing. I'm going to run out of fruits very soon. Oh, um, uh, that's what you think. Uh, yesterday I was happy. You didn't ask me to rate it as a fruit. I pulled up like a list of fruits. <laughs> 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 it was like, I'm going to run out. I don't want, uh, when am I going to be allowed to reuse a fruit? So hey, some some halves can be the same, you know. Yeah. All right, Jake. Anything we before we go to the second half? Uh, might have a special guest on the show tomorrow. Uh, for for the JJR faithful, NFL draft related. No, it's not Rob Gronkowski. That's your only hint. Different Huge hint, Robert. Maybe. Ooh. Whoa. Six o'clock. Time for the news. 
De Blasio says that New York will host a ticker tape parade for healthcare workers when Corona is finally over. The Mexican president tells gangs, hey, stop donating food and instead just stop committing crimes. The booty king says, I've transformed more buttocks than anybody in the fitness industry. Is he a surgeon or a workout person? Interested. Uh, there is outrage as China, as a China factory held a kissing contest <laughs> to celebrate their reopening. Come on, you can't do, you can't do that. A cow was rescued after taking unexpected dip in a swimming pool. And uh, mind control cat parasite has now reached Hawaii's parks. Mind control cat parasite has now reached Hawaii's parks. Headline writers blow my mind. How, I feel like how, the news stories are starting to come back, Jim. Yeah, we're starting to get less just Corona. Although we do have three Corona or three out of f- six are Corona. But Country, yeah, we're fighting back, baby. Uh, Ticker tape parade for healthcare workers. I'm interested. It's a good, it's a great concept. If it happens, it, you run the risk of if no one shows up and then you have like, what's that Miami? What's the parade for the basketball championship that always gets mocked because no one showed up? Is it Miami? Uh, could be Miami. People always post the picture and there was like no one there. No, you know, it was uh, St. Lu- was it St. Louis for the Blues? Maybe. Not sure. It was a bad turnout for a parade. Anyway, um, if you if you throw the parade for the healthcare workers, like... Looks like Miami. Miami, bad turnout? Okay. Um, you, hope, you hope you get the turnout, you know what I mean? Right. Otherwise, everyone feels like a fool. You got healthcare workers, like, you know, walking, parading through. Yeah, I mean, it was it was nice De Blasio said this. I think uh, a big part of it is when Corona is over, quote unquote, and like that that's got to mean like full blown, like we've got the cure and stuff like that. Which again might be a year, might be a year and a half. Who knows? Um, because then, yeah, that would be a blast. But I, I don't think I think he planted this seed too early. Yeah, because we're I think still- we're. We're a while away from a huge parade crowd, shoulder to exactly. shoulder. Exactly. Um, like, right right now, the idea of a parade is so, like, <laughs> like spooky slash scary <laughs> that, like, I don't think... I think it was too early to put that image in people's heads. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think, like, dude, you they know... Were, they were showing clips of the NFL draft from last year. It was in Nashville, and it was, like, crazy packed and like they show the cutscenes, and i'm like oh my god <laughs> um <laughs> i know I, I well sorry sorry i'm trying to pull up the bbd linked us the pic of this parade the one i was talking about in miami but um yeah man you watch like i mean even i just did a breakdown of like you know mookie betts's 13 pitch grand slam and you're like wow a lot of people Everywhere in life, we just used to be a lot of people. Just a lot of people. Like, that was... <laughs> that was That's the Miami something parade. we did. Yeah. Huge. Dude, I gotta, I, I, gotta, I gotta get you an image of Nashville. Because, I mean, I'm sure you can picture a packed Nashville, but it was, like... I, I mean, crazy. I'll, I'll put a link in there, or if you want to Google... Oh, I'm putting in a link. Um, um, Hey, how do you, how are you feeling about the seven o'clock hooting and hollering? Cause the cynic in me is starting to be like, I think healthcare workers now hate this. I think it's now become a tad patronizing. Dude, I think it's, I think it's weird and hit so many different emotions, depending how you're feeling that like that emotion's fine, but there's also times when it like brings tears to my eyes. Um, 
I mean, you're I think right. It, you're right. It, 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 it just depends. It depends where you are at mentally at 659. <laughs> you're, you're very right. Which I guess is that's just fucking life as we know it. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but remember when I was talking to you and you could hear it cause you were by the hospital and they were just doing it by hospitals at first and, and now they're doing it everywhere. Like everywhere is doing this. Yeah. Um, well fucking, and I was saying like, Hey, like who's going to get the pot and pan out? Like, and like kind of like go overboard with it, you know? Right. And I was saying it as if, you know, the day that happens, it it loses its luster. This is the Nashville pick that you're talking about. I mean, pots and pans are, are more people have them than don't have them now on the seven o'clock hooting and hollering. Yeah. And there's something, cause I, I, again, it's, it's, I, I think both answers are right, but there is something so like weirdly American or like fighting a battle about clanking pots and pans out the window. At the same time, it's also like, annoying and dumb <laughs> so uh, uh well, i don't know well well my my thought and when i'm in not in the good mood because i do still get touched you know by it but also the cynic in me it's starting to feel more like seattle seahawk fans wearing the 12th jersey than honestly cheering for the respect of the workers feels like people are cheering to be part of the crowd cheering more than to show respect for the workers yeah and it's uh, I think a little bit of uh, that you're right on, but it, again, it's, uh, you know, I, I think for some people like they, they genuinely feel like that's what they can do <laughs> if they're locked inside all day. And it's, I don't know, just weird times. Yeah. It's still cool. It's cool that everyone's doing it. I just think I don't want, if I was a healthcare worker, I think I'd be over it. I'd be like, shut up. I think there would be That's just me, though. I'm a cynical guy. I think there would be, again, I I think the emotions would be different for the the person that's, like, working in in healthcare or whatever. Uh, I I think there'd be some days where it'd, like, break me down and I'd want to cry. I think there'd be some days where I'd walk, like, with my chest up and proud. I think it's uh, just a lot of new, unknown emotions. Yeah. Well, you know, when I lived in Newtown and, and the shooting happened and all that, all of the things that I used to find contrived were actually very touching. You know, like when uh, yeah. athletes wrote Newtown on their sneakers and, and or, you know, on their jerseys or 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 stuff like that. Like, I actually found them very, very touching. Um, yeah. But after, after when once we the town went into like, OK, we need to move on and recover mode and people still were throwing sympathy, that's where it, it starts to where me and my, you know, we would be like, Hey, like you gotta stop now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very, it's all, it's all very touchy and, and tricky, but I'll clear and then at I'll, the same I'll cheer time, and I'll yell. At the same time, what if this, and uh, there's a little bit of traditionalist in you and you, you like history and stuff. I mean, what if this ended up staying forever? Like what if this oh became God. an American thing? I don't know about that. Because, I mean, I, I know what you're thinking. Like, three years from now, if everyone's healthy and there's a cure, you're kind of like, guys, let's move on. But if they keep going for 100 years and people are still doing it, I, I feel like there's a side of you that kind of likes that. That's cool. I mean, I think you got to choose a day, not every day at 7. Okay. Um, I like that. Um, You know, when 9-11, you know, the Yankees still do – God bless America in the seventh inning, all of baseball did it. 29 other teams said, all right, we're going to stop. Yankees yeah. still do it. I like that. But, you know, some people, everyone does different things. That'd be kind of cool. Choose a day, not every day. Like that. Um, Mexican president told gangs uh, to stop committing crimes because what they're doing is the, the gangs were, the cartel was distributing food uh, and they were like out there handing care packages stamped with cartel logos. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's promotion for the gang and the Mexican president who, who, who let's be honest, has no authority over the gangs because otherwise they wouldn't exist and be as prominent. But he said, Hey, maybe just don't commit crimes anymore, which I think is yeah. 
a good response by the president because obviously they're not going to stop committing crimes, but I think he's trying to open up regular citizens' eyes to the games that gangsters play. Like Al Capone right. opened the first soup kitchen soup kitchens ever because he needed the public to like him and respect him and think he was a good guy. It's Robin Hood. So like yeah. the gangs handing out food with their face on them is just them uh, playing games with the public's mind. They are helping in the process, but they're also, it's basically, um, what's it called? It's basically um, extortion in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny it, that he has to say it. Yeah. It's kind of a good, good counter by the president. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a chess. The, the president's playing checkers. The gang's playing chess here. Yeah. It's kind of funny that they stamped the boxes with their logo. Like cartel uh, has a, a official branding. Just good, good marketing. It's just a picture of El Chapo. Like a shadowy picture. <laughs> and uh, in the chat, Travis Miller says the Orioles still do God Bless America in the seventh inning. So there are some other teams then. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, and the next story we have here, unless you got anything more in the cartel. Uh, no. Keep, uh, keep providing people food. And a little less crime would be okay. Boom. Uh, the Booty King is empowering women through fitness. So this dude, I could show you a picture of him, uh, calls himself the Booty King. There he is right there. He, uh, I don't know if I want to read this, but I will. Gender divisiveness is one. Get out of here. More stories. Gender divisiveness is one of the most pervasive issues that plague both the world. Oh, Almost every industry to do. Booty King, a company whose genesis was only two years ago, is a premier fitness program curated and provided by Osario himself, quite literally transforming booties. Tale as old as time, right? Yeah. I don't think anyone, I don't think he's doing anything new. Butt workouts have been in since Sir Mixlot demanded them to be. So I'm over him. It's a good, yeah, I mean, good name to call yourself. I'm happy for him. It'd be interesting. I mean, the booty king definitely has an argument, but if it's if you're talking about going through workouts, I mean, you know, I, I saw Sean T. He he's been on the commercials lately. Like he's got some booty stuff. Is he in the game? Because he's probably more more popular than the booty king, but he's not as focused on the booty. Um, does Richard Simmons get a vote in all of this? What's he been about? Um, and then, like you mentioned, I, I think there's some plastic surgeons that could make a great case. Yeah. Kardashians, surgeons, whoever they are. Sure. They do a bad job, though. This next story sure. made me laugh. Good. A furniture factory in Suzhou, Jingsu, had a kissing contest to celebrate the factory resuming work. The organizer said this event can help the factory workers relax and there's a transparent glass between the kissers. Okay, well, shit. Now I kind of actually like it. I was mocking them because yeah. you can't hold a kissing contest after a global pandemic of germs and contagion. and uh, But now there's a glass wall in between them and that's just a fun time. Yeah. I mean, you. I hope they're wiping down the wall you know, in between each kiss, a nice, like when you go hold the Stanley Cup, every time you, if I don't know if anyone's done that, but if you hold the Stanley Cup, you can do whatever you want to the Stanley Cup. My buddy Taylor licked it, like up the whole thing. And the dude has gloves and he sprayed it and he wiped it. And then I was up next and I gave it a big old hug and a kiss. And then he sprayed it and wiped it with a disinfectant. As long as that disinfectant is better than Corona, this is a fun idea. And I'm on this factory side and I don't understand what, what's the outrage. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, you're still invoking some risk, <laughs> um, bringing the people together. And I, I mean, people are kissing the same side of the mirror. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you here. I think we got a good headline at first. I thought they were just straight up kissing and I thought it was the people rebelling against the actual factory cause they didn't want to work again. Um, 
but no and i mean i've I, i've got good news for big baby david i mean we're implementing this in the office once we get back there the kissing wall yeah the kissing mirror or window uh, the wall works right kissing wall well i want i want everyone to look like they're kissing each other oh so you want it to be a mirror that's yeah. not as fun you know better look out i want it to be like we roll a die <laughs> Okay. It's got a, everyone in the employee in the office has a, a side to the die. And then it's like, who's kissing who today? And then we yeah. roll it and it's like, okay, <laughs> Anthony, you're up. Roll it again. It's like, all right, <laughs> Keith, you're up. And then you put the, you go put the window up and then they got to kiss each other. <laughs> exactly. You got it. Through the glass. So no mirror. It's got to be two different employees. Yeah, it's got to be the window. Just and they have to keep their eyes open. That's a hard and fast rule. You got to stare each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eyes open. I've I've got it. I think I've got it right now between the editors and in the sitting room. But we'll we'll talk about it. How this one works? She's got this is a real couple, I think, because she's got her hands around him. And again, when you got pictures leaking out like that, people aren't going to be happy. No, oh, yeah. Um, the kissing wall. I'd, I've been rewatching Everwood, which was a very corny, hallmarky show uh, on the CB network in 2002 that I watched with my mom at the time. So I just need like background noise and I'm fresh out of shows. Sure. I'm going to start the plot against America soon. Proach told me to start it. But they, I just watched an episode called The Kissing Bridge. So now we have The Kissing Wall. It's just beautiful. Nice. So that's a huge development. I bet Anthony listened to this and just shook his head and whispered, I'm not fucking doing that to himself. <laughs> really excited. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, imagine we roll it, Jake. Oh, it's even me. I just upped the joke. Okay. We roll it, but we have it. <laughs> we have everyone. Uh, it's a big event, you know, every Friday. And, um, Every Friday we rig it so it's me and you kissing and we just make everyone watch us kiss through a uh, kiss a, a wall. <laughs> like, you guys ready for the you guys ready for the roll? Let's see who it's going to be today. Mm-hmm. And then every Friday it's me and you and we're like everyone stop working. It's kissing wall time. Two lucky contestants and just everyone me, stop. Stop and watch this. Who's Believe it going to be? Files. And it's it's me and you just every Friday. Like, what are you guys doing Fridays? Oh, our two bosses kiss each other and they make us yeah. watch. Casual <laughs> Fridays. Um, not even, it's not even a video for content. It's just something you make us watch. No filming. <laughs> just please watch. Enjoy. And this could be you next week. The die is random. <laughs> just constantly me and you. <laughs> Uh, that's good stuff always got to upgrade the office yeah um a cow is this, the cow was rescued after going in the pool is this that viral video of the redneck like screaming and yelling no I'm it's another one so. no it's another oh. one i think it's just a picture not a video at least in in that article yeah but in, in the in the one that sure. went vi- in the one that went viral it was um throw it on screen now and the one that went viral it wasn't this i didn't see the uh, the one you're referring to i got tagged in it because the everyone wanted me to break it down got his commentary on it but he already did like he already broke it down so i was like i I, it's his i'm not gonna steal it from him but um got it yeah so i guess cows in pools is that something going on right now maybe it's because humans aren't outside a lot so the cows are like fuck it take over nature Nature fighting back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I watched the the same video you're referencing and, you know, obviously a little bit of fear factor with, for me with the animals. Cause I'm like, Oh boy, if, if this, ha- if, if this cow or this dog go under, I'm, I'm going to be having a bad time real quick. But, um, the cow found the exit for the pool. That was good. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, good. Enjoy it. Cows. Yeah, and then this last story, like I don't know, it, it's it's covering a lot of topics that I I don't I don't care. Like, 
It's it's ta- I'm tapping out of this story before I even get into it, and it's about okay. I mean, it's about a, a parasite that can control your mind, and it's found in cats, and it's now reached Hawaii. So, I do you have an interest in this? For me, um, this like this checks off like besides the Hawaii part, I like Hawaii. But mind control and parasite and cat are three things that make me the opposite of interested. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm in the story a little bit. You're not gonna like it more. I mean, the story's like mad at humans for doing this to cats. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. Doesn't uh. Doesn't do much for me. Yeah, same. That's how I felt about it. So, yeah, getting out of there. I'm out. Sorry, cats. Sorry, cats. But uh, and and parasites. I guess I don't know. Don't care. And that brings us to of the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day. How is this not playing? There it is. Bet of the day, it's the bet of the day, bet of the day. The last, uh, the last bet that had a, a an ending, uh, Jake and I both won via not looking up the actual result and just saying we won. The Hot Spurs esports team won. Jake's giving out a bunch of bets about the draft. I believe yesterday's was over. Two and a half players from Ohio State will be drafted in the first round. He had a running back sneaking up at the end to get the third player from Ohio State. Jake, you have another draft bet for us today? Yeah, Jim. In this one, I'm. Uh, I feel yesterday was a money grab. Um, there, there was pretty good payout on that. This one is an even payout, and it, it's been something that I've been on. It's your guy Jeff Okuda, Jim, uh, the cornerback from Ohio State. He's been penciled into the three slot for a while now. Um, But I I think a team is definitely going to trade up to get him. Or, excuse not to get Jeff Okuda, to get Tua. And they're either going to trade with the Lions or the Giants, who are 3-4. So, I have Jeff Okuda. The over-under is four and a half. The fourth and a half pick, if you will. And I'm taking over because I, I think the Chargers or the Dolphins are either going to trade up, take the three or the four spot, and Okuda will be drafted after the fourth pick. Okay. So yeah. you have the Bengals taking Burrow. Burrow. The Redskins aren't drafting Okuda. The Redskins are going to take Chase Young, and I don't think they can trade back either because the teams that they would trade back with, it wouldn't be the Lions one pick back. So then there's a chance they'd miss out on Chase Young. So their hands are tied. I think they have to go Chase Young. And the Lions aren't drafting Okuda. So basically the bet here is, are the Lions going to trade the pick? And I think they are because otherwise they would take Okuda. And they wouldn't trade it to someone who wants Okuda. If they do, exactly. If someone trades up, it's going to be for one of the quarterbacks. Okay. All right. I'll, uh, BBD, do you have any thoughts on this? Is Jake being smart or not smart? Uh, I would agree with it based on what I know. Um, it just seems like there's enough teams interested in taking a quarterback that are around that are like within the top 10, but not high enough to like guarantee themselves getting who's the second quarterback that everyone wants Tua and Herbert Tua and Herbert. All right. Who's going to trade up for Tua? You're looking either dolphins, chargers or Jaguars. People are saying, wow, a lot of Southern teams. Mm. Warm weather. All right. Well, I will. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Because why not? Two for two and agreeing Pretty with money. you, even though I hit the wrong button yesterday. I actually did, didn't yep. want to agree with you. Oh, yesterday's a big-time loser bet, but that's okay. 
the running back in the last round. When you said running back, I thought, ah, it seems like a like a he's 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 trying hard on this one. Trying the odds hard on this. It's one. a big money maker. Uh, as a Lions fan, I hope we trade the pick. Says Zira with a na. In the zero chat. with a nah. Okay. No, Zira, not zero. Z R A. So. Zira. Zira. All right. That ends the show. Thank you guys very much. <clears throat> we will be back tomorrow with another one of these. See you then. Enjoy everything that you do today immensely. Down but never out, baby. This is when they'd play the montage of me just screaming, I'm out! I'm out!